0: In a week where Stephen Naismith had a Scottish football on strings for sarcastic celebrations, we've come to the right place for one of the exact same pattern. My name is Jarvey, and I'm joined this week by Simon, Paddy and Cameron. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How you doing boys? Hope yous are all less sunburnt than me.
1: Marginally. <laughs> <laughs> I wear sunscreen every day because I'm an absolute nerd.
0: And I don't, and I'm sitting here absolutely boiling my head off in pain Um fallout from the ESL, sounds very American that the Super League. Um is that there could be a British cup to replace our tin pot league cup and the English caribou cup. Um, just watch your thoughts on that, first of all. Do you think that's a good concept? Would you like to see it? Oh, no, I, I
1: want them both scrapped. I couldn't be asked for them both. I mean, I don't really care about the League Cup in England, but I feel like it's a good pre season here, and then it just kind of fizzles it to someone winning a trophy in January.
0: Yeah, I do quite like the pre season. I, I do think it makes it more competi- competitive, makes it mean a bit something.
1: Ah, definitely, but kind of, it should, I feel like if you're going to do it as a pre season, just keep it as a pre season tournament.
0: Yeah, would you know, like, would you know, fancier chances like getting to go and play against teams like Luton that think they're pure big time with their wee <laughs> shitey 6,000 seater stadiums and that to go and show up these League One sides? Would you know, be interested in that?
2: We got put out by Alloa, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Jeremy.
0: I would not want to go
2: down to a team that's got a much more money than us and then pump us not. <laughs> but it
1: would be a good deal for them to be fair, they'd actually come up and see like a decent sized stadium
0: shots fired looting thinking about it if if it was to happen where would your your dream jollies be where would you like to go and play down south if it was just a big open draw you could be coming up against anyone what any stadium in in England (laughs) in in Britain (laughs) Aye, we win there (laughs) get <laughs> ah, through it the next round easily
1: right. you could be home for your tea <laughs> right. I
0: That's
1: don't know like point. Norwich would be a laugh because eh? it's made to be absolutely impossible to get there so you could just get the ferry for Edinburgh it's probably the quickest way <laughs> a
0: ferry down to a game <laughs> I'd be up for that like book me in uh,
1: I
3: can almost guarantee you're thinking of Blackpool Jarvis
0: <laughs> I know I know where Norwich is trust me
3: no I just meant in your place to go
0: Oh, right. Oh, definitely. I get made in there on back of a donkey. We can attendance. Scarbados. Aye. <laughs> 100%. Um, just thinking about that as well with the ESL, see if Vladimir Romanov was still in charge. We would 100% still be one of the teams waiting for others to join it. Well, to the British Super League? No, sorry, for the ESL. What were you growing off that of us? <laughs> Is that nuts? You would have just withdrew us straight at the Scottish Leagues. He uh, was still there, would
3: have, if you were still there, we'd have won the Champions League, but now. So
0: aye, exactly. Okay. That's true. You're paying folks 60 grand a week that they just never even get. One mad bastard. Uh, from one mad bastard to another. Stephen Naismith um will be joining the coaching setup next season. It's been confirmed that he's going to be the assistant manager to John Rankin's under-18s. <laughs> You've got to start somewhere, eh? Uh, is, is he is still it, is going he... to be
2: on his wages?
0: Yes. Oh. Is
1: he also um, going to be a player at all, or is it just going straight into a full-time coaching
0: role? Well, Nate spoke openly. He was interviewed after the, the trophy lift, <laughs> which we'll come to. And he basically said, like, I don't know how much involvement I'm going to have next season. Um, do you think that's just cheeky like why won't he just retire (laughs) I mean he's not good enough anymore
1: so at least he's sort of making the steps towards that maybe it was always in the plan maybe he didn't think he was going to fall off so quickly but it's good that he is
3: I think that that probably alludes to it that almost certainly the deal he has with Hart always had this tied into it um, and that he would transition into coaching role and that's probably why he, he, you know, he, he came to the club like someone that would given him that option to uh, think progress his career as he wants to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't dislike it. I dislike the fact that we're going to pay a guy first team wages to not play first team football
1: and to be the assistant coach at one of the youth sides. It, it seems a lot of money. Right, he's probably doing like a minimum wage or like a voluntary, almost part time role
0: on probably that one of the highest wages at the club exactly I doubt, Yeah, it's probably like two or three you know, sessions a week after his yeah. normal sessions or something But isn't that a funny concept that Stephen Naismith's going to be reporting into John Rankin
2: <laughs> you think about it like that eh? just be standing I, just, there going... I just laugh at the fact that Hart's never miss an opportunity to make bad business decisions like never ever <laughs> miss an opportunity
3: <laughs> Very good on the catering side of the business paddock
0: <laughs> As we will find out We will find out Ten Castle this Saturday what, what actually, where are we sitting? Are you, it's not just on the plaza What's the arrangement here?
3: I mean it seems like it might almost just be on the plaza it's, it's, I think it's
1: In a corner somewhere outside As long as it's under, you know there's the entrance To the Gorgie suite and it's covered I'd be the quite soul, happy with smoking that area. <laughs> it's all a small canadian
0: now isn't it uh, I think it is in that wee bit that wee freezing, that bit's never had the sun in it's Aye. eternity oh, I have my gloves on <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's Naismith. Um it'll be good for the under 18s, I bet he's a good coach apparently he's been very good he's done some Zoom sessions So there you go see, see with Naismith although how finished he is I would still hope to see his name on the team sheet every time we come up against Hibs and Celtic next season. Are you the same? You still want him for the big games?
1: Nah. I don't think he's good enough for the first team at all. Simple yeah. as that. I... I just like because he shouts at folk, then stands Aye. up fucking that. <laughs> We've got to remember, like, Stephen Naismith at his peak was phenomenal. The goal scoring. Everything he'd done, winding other players up, the moments of like stamping on Scott Brown and, and stuff like that, and laughing at um, who was it, Johnny Hayes. Stuff like that's mm-hmm. funny, but he can only do that when he's performing well. He can't be running about shouting
0: at folk, being shy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and mean, Scott Brown does it. He's it <laughs> <laughs> no, the Celtic fans want want to turn it a year ago. So feel their pain for once. Um, well, moving on to some transfer news. Um, we've well, let's be honest, just tried to link Alan Campbell to hearts numerous times. <laughs> <things. laughs> um, the sure it's couple. just you
2: that's doing that, like just <laughs> that, bought accounts from you. <laughs> so
0: there, there was rumours in January, um, a whole host of teams were interested in them then, um, such as Millwall and a few others, for the Championship and League One level in the last week. Already mentioned them. Luton have put in an offer. However, it's already been rubbished. So some interest and stuff kicking about there. Um, still got to think Hearts are a bigger draw, a bigger appeal than all of
1: them. Maybe yeah, not minimal. The position they're in is that they can uh, they can sort of sell out like an actual plan um, to like progress in their career where they're going to be <laughs> in like three or four years, where the club's going to be. But as we go, well, we'll probably sign another 14 players along with you that season and then we'll hopefully see you next season.
0: That's a problem. You wouldn't blame them. <clears throat> and they would probably get paid double even joining Luton.
2: I mean, Luton are top half of the championship down south. They're not a terrible team.
0: They're better than us. <laughs> they've, had a, they've, had a very, they've, they've had the best season in their clubs yesterday. You know, I think there's a, a bit of a ceiling to Luton. Yeah, hearts you know your ceiling's third in scotland <laughs> plus the, the bubble's going to burst in those leagues soon enough when they realize that the money doesn't trickle down and chasing it's a bad bad idea no fuck them um kyle lafferty is absolutely banging them in for kilmarnock who'd have thought it, eh? <laughs> uh, but they could be could be going down they're hovering around that relegation zone just now um could see would you would you take Kyle Lafferty back at hearts next season, even as a backup to Nanduili?
1: For the exact same reasons as I wouldn't have Nasus in the squad, I would have Lafferty in the squad.
0: <laughs> he's still doing it, he's still doing it at the top level. That's the difference between the two players. Lafferty yeah. still doing No. I think you can get away with it a bit more in his position where you're just a, a big lump out target man, but he's also just a clinical finisher too. I don't want him.
3: It would worry me because we'd have three guys to play up top and we'd rotate them and none of them would get any form. I'd rather <laughs> not have anybody else in the mix.
1: Hmm. All right, Liam Boyce is going to be a centre mid next season, don't worry about it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> every game he seems to get further and further
0: back. <laughs> He's phenomenal playing as a 10. So, right. But there, there's absolutely no chance we'll be playing two up front, especially away from home next season. Absolutely no chance. Not if Neil's so in charge now. So
3: with three strikers they get.
4: One
0: game in three. All, all of them in terrible form. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, just Craig Levine, 2.0. Um, it's looking like, I'm going to say it, it looks like Hamilton could actually go down, but surely not. Cockroaches don't die that easy. Um, But there could be, it could be the year. Ross Callaghan could come back to hearts. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's not at Hamilton. Is he at Hamilton? Or oh, for some reason, I thought he was at St Johnston. No, he's at Hamilton. So he's yeah. went from like a box to box or defensive midfielder at Hearts to now basically playing as a centre forward.
1: <laughs> get him in. Right. get him to back up Lafferty, Boyce, and Nandouli.
0: Four striker option. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's he's just got Robinson in and off. He can back up Ross Callaghan, Liam Boyce, Kyle Lafferty, and Nandouli.
0: <laughs> Has been off mid low <laughs> <Streaming episode. laughs> Uh, another striking option for you Cameron Lee <laughs> Griffiths is leaving Celtic <laughs> uh,
3: I mean we're, we're taking everybody else so
1: yeah why not <laughs> I mean, in some mad worlds we've got Lee Griffiths and Kyle Lafferty up front oh, so that is a buddy cop movie
0: that is a buddy cop movie we'd never we'd mean, be it, down to nine men every week
1: it would be well worth it it would be
3: hilarious
0: Oh, aye. I'd love to see it. I, I would happily pay £900 for my season ticket and sh- watch the games through £200 streams every week to see it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you hear that, Ann? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, cut that out, Paddy. Um, aye. He's, he's surely going to Hibs, eh? Surely going aye. to Hibs. Aberdeen or Aberdeen. Or
2: Aberdeen
0: down, right, okay. can only go to Hibs. Surely. Or hearts. Um, Dennis privachenko has been, basically, what's nope. he done? He's like, wrote to the paper himself or something to say he wants to come hearts. What happened to this, body? It was so weird.
2: Aye, this is like podcast thinking they've got some form of like decision making at hearts. You can get the
0: fuck. that <laughs> Sorry. Apparently, he's been playing fine in Belgium. Apparently, Ah, he's been steady. Good for him.
3: If I remember rightly, Michael Stewart, towards the end of his career, did something very similar, and his agent said he was in talks with Hearts, and Hearts turned around and
1: said, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I bet it was just like a, a random question being like, oh, um, where, where have you enjoyed football? Is there anywhere you want to go back to? And he's probably said like, oh, I have unfinished business at Hearts or something like that, like something just a brush off comment like that. And the came with the papers are like they've been like, oh, this boy's definitely coming back to Hearts and talks contracts on the table.
0: But I bet it's absolutely nothing. I've not even seen the proper quote. To To be fair, he was standing in a Hearts top outside the Fade Lounge on Gorgie Road. So. Is that actually really <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> he's a finishing out his contract in Belgium. They're not extending it there. Never seen him play. Forgot he existed until he obviously went right. to the Sun or whatever. So but we'll see what happens. It sounds very Nielsen. So um, just finally, before we move on, uh, Shay Logan, uh, we haven't conceded a goal since he joined us. And he's looked fine, albeit he's very tender age off whatever it is, 33, is it? Four, I think. 33, 34. Um, what do you reckon now after seeing him a bit more? Do you think he deserves a permanent deal for a year or two? Nope.
2: This is how they do it. Play well on loan, get big <laughs> contracts, are shite. No. Nah. If the money's right for one year,
1: and he can be like a good squad player then cover at right back or right wing back, fine, but we just know that Hearts are going to give him a better deal than he's worth for longer
0: than he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't fill you with joy either way. Aye, completely agree. Something sensible would be fine, but you just know it's going to be a three-year, eight grand a week. <laughs>
4: Something
0: like that. Oh dear. There,
1: there
3: was up, um, up. one last bit of news, Jarve, and that um, David Moyes' West Ham have fallen out of the Champions League places, so he may well be available come the <laughs> summer um,
0: if you're looking
3: at a new manager
0: <laughs> which hopes are not well that's it Cameron, we, we've got a fantastic manager, Robbie Nielsen <clears throat> don't need Moisey anymore don't need him <clears throat> but if it does happen, you you know fine well I'll be the first to start spreading it as soon as he's free again
3: Moise <laughs> and the boys
0: Moise and the boys so that's all your news we've got a quiet week really um, Cameron, we used to have a segment called This Day at Hearts. This Day in Hearts, I should say. You, uh, you lost the book, then you found it, and then we forgot it existed. So, But it's back now. We'll go over to you for This Day in Hearts. So,
3: back with a segment that we forgot a long time ago, just like we'd like to forget this season. And uh, <laughs> a section of a book written by a guy about hearts. And here we are, Saturday the 28th of April, 1906. Third Lanark were Hearts opponents at Ibrox for their fifth Scottish Cup final. A crowd of 25,000 made up mostly of Hearts fans saw their club claim win number four. Rain, hail and snow lashed incessantly as Hearts wearing unfamiliar blue-dominated proceedings. And with only nine minutes to go, Bobby Walker's effort was blocked allowing George Wilson to net the game's only goal. Who knew it would take yet another 50 years before the famous old trophy would be won again?
0: beautiful what a week for it there you go Bobby Walker just scored when he wanted
3: (laughs) we've looked at this before haven't we
0: it's it's ridiculous right Bobby Walker is just in every week there's something to do with Bobby Walker (laughs)
4: 300
0: goal season (laughs) it's where the bloody days Cool. thank you Cameron um I think it's uh, about time now we go and uh, check in with Jolly and see how he's doing this week Hello Jolly, how are you there? Hello Jarvis, how's it going? Not too bad, how's yourself?
4: Oh you know me I'm having a fantastic day You It's know? um, less about the return of the hearts more about the, the Rovers return of the day when the pubs are back <laughs> oh, all right. Enjoy Fantas- oh you know me I'm, I'm, I've been out all day fantastic, it's uh, you know you can suddenly have your your sex on the beach in front of a tequila sunrise, and then fall out with a packet of cheese and onion and a pint of lager. It's it's, it's some Monday, I'm telling you. <laughs> we'll all be going at yourselves. Why? Oh, Why?
0: No. No. Back at back at tiny on Saturday. Who's my invite? <laughs> you're, you you're not barred to a tiny, Jolly. That's a, that's a,
4: a baseless rumour you're spreading there, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no There's Those net.
4: things
1: you were saying, remember?
4: I've never said anything that would go against the club. I'm a big fan of the hearts and everything that they do in every aspect of life. You know me. Anyway, anyway, we'll move on quickly, and you know I've got to get back to, to the, the, the buggy. You know, so uh, quick question for you, lads: When you do go out the weekend, you know you've waited a long time for your drink and that. So, what's going to be your your drink of choice? I'm a I'm a classic gin and tonic man which is a bit pointless. I don't need to go to the pub to get that. All right, <laughs> but it's nice to, you know, make a 5 or donation to the club and get a wee miniature and a,
0: a little ice in your glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just be going old-school, cold-draft, pint of tenants.
4: It's a solid option, Jarvis, a solid option. I see uh, there's somebody missing tonight as well. You already own the, the sauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have said that it's no coincidence that Hammy is missing his first podcast of the season the same day the pub's now. Eh?
4: I've, I've said it all through the season every time I ask a question you know the man agrees with me he's a man of great taste so <laughs> shout, shout out to Hammy wherever he might be
2: go on your son and then Paddy, <laughs> or, Paddy what will be you? I, uh, I would have been the same as Jarvie but I also like uh, a Dark Fruits at Tynecastle Castle as well a bit of Jambo Juice <laughs> Jumbo juice. There you go.
0: <laughs> From the love back. it. Love it.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting.
0: Uh, Amy sent a picture of his first pint of the year, and it was a pint of Amstel. So there you
4: go. There you go. Well, it's just called Lager, you know. It's exactly like you, you said yourself. So yeah, I think I'll one could be a pint of Guinness, you know. I've been trying to get the the right pours with the cans for about a year now. You know, being in lockdown doing and that, and just kind of get you know. So. Somebody else to pour it for me with the wee, the wee clover on the top. And there we go. <laughs> okay. well, and uh, i just, just I need, need to go and get back to it, like, but you know I was thinking, you know, the next stage up will be the karaoke coming back and all the karaoke myself, you know. So <laughs> I'll, I'll just just leave you with this thought that um, you know every gambler knows the secret to survival is known when to walk away and known when to run. So clearly there mm-hmm. are nay Kenny Rogers fans at hearts. <laughs> I'm sure karaoke is uh, the
1: fifteenth of May, is it not? Sturgeon laid that out. Made sure to mention karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: you? Well, she didn't All right. I don't know. I'll, I'll be there anyway. Jolly, you got a karaoke night set up in the off season, and we'll be there.
4: I will do, boys. Right, you have a, a fantastic time, and I'll um, see you when I see you. Eh? All that. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, jolly, superb. Um, right. Football. Uh, we played Inverness on Saturday, and it was actually all right. It was all right. It didn't ruin my weekend. I. It was all right. Aye. Simon, do you want to walk us through how we lined up for this one? Uh, almost the same starting eleven.
1: Yeah, almost the exact same, but um, Gary mckay Stephen was in for Henderson, so we had the back three of sorry, Goggsy and Goals back three of Smith, Halkett and Suter, Um and then the fullbacks were Shea Logan and Andy Halliday and I feel like every week Shea Logan's shorts get higher and higher <laughs> um, probably just doing it like mind, Alexis Sanchez used to do that as well, I would do it if I had really good thighs though, I'd be like, look at these
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at my thighs but aye, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Peter Haran's found a good role. He looks like a he looks like a good player in, in front of that back three, but unfortunately he came off in a wee knock. So we hope that he's all right because I don't think there's many players that can do what he does in our squad. Especially if you're playing Andy Halliday at left back. I mean, he can do part of what Haran does, but he doesn't have the passing range that he does. And Andy Irvin doesn't have like the, the sort of spatial awareness and the the defensive abilities that Peter
0: Haran does. So hopefully they're all right. Do not think it's just because Haring's European, he just looks cooler when he does it?
1: (laughs) I I mean, I've never seen a cooler man with a ponytail. Let's get this straight. Ponytails aren't cool. (laughs) But Peter Haring pulls it off. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Gary Mackay Stephen had a really good first half. He was uh, driving at players, taking shots, taking on players, taking a chance. He was getting fouled as well and not just falling over and sort of rolling about. He was riding the challenges because if you're past a man and you can stay on your feet, you might as well. If you, like, you see players go down far too easy nowadays. Um, and I yeah, it was an enjoyable game. I enjoyed it. But once again, it's more of uh, when players have good performances, hearts play well. We don't really have like a structure and a plan that like ensures each week we're going to get away
0: with the result. right, well maybe come on to... What Nielsen's kind of strategy may have been for the game, just a couple of things with the bench. But we had 16 year old Finlay Pollock coming in along with young McGill. Um, and there was no Christoph Beda not even for the trophy lifting it as being a full kit wanker. He's gone, eh? That's it. It just seems shan, but there you go,
1: it does seem a bit shan. <laughs> <laughs> I it
0: think it will be on Beder's end rather than the club's end. Do you not think? I think maybe he's,
1: like, obviously I don't ever want to predict what happened, but I think if he's been told that he's surplus the requirements and he can just leave, then maybe just to make it more comfortable for everyone, he's just no hanging
0: about.
4: Hmm. I'm sure Aye. he's
0: training and stuff, so. I don't know, like, I think he's, I think he's maybe for a big strop. He's a big <laughs> strop. Aye. I Doesn't be, seem like the guy. If he's sitting in a Rafe Rovers track suit next week, chucking stuff like, <laughs> <clears throat> you, you just love a bit of drama Alright. I'm just trying to build it up a bit we've got nothing to play for anymore let's just say I've heard that Christoph Bietbera is going to be sitting there and he's going to be chucking coins at Shea Logan right <laughs> someone will run that
3: the sun <laughs> aye the sun
2: aye but then
3: the did and brave the news will
1: copy and paste it badly <laughs> You'll get a retweet from Edinburgh Live. <laughs> Always. Edinburgh Aye. Live loyal. Hi. But yeah, I enjoyed seeing Finlay Pollock for what, 10 minutes that he was on. Um, I don't really see the point in not bringing him on at like half time. We're up 3 0. It was 3 0 at half time? 2 0 at half time? Yeah. 3 0. 3 at half time. Why not just bring these boys on, and give them a full half? We're not going to, even if they lose the game, it doesn't really matter.
0: Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if both Pollock and McGill start next week. I would.
1: I would be extremely surprised if we didn't just play a full-strength team again.
0: Do you reckon? Aye.
1: Aye. I mean, if you're going to start playing reserves and getting them run-outs,
0: why not do it as soon as the league's wrapped up? Yeah. I just think with that convincing victory after Adela Nielsen's done enough now to get another chunk of the support Onside, you know, I think if we go there next week, full strength team and draw again, I think people would moan more than if we get beat 2-0 with a bunch of teenagers on the park. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: he's done enough because he's won two or two games in August. Two or four games in August, sorry. What a like, Is that really, really convincing people that Nielsen's the right man to take us into the, the Premiership next year?
4: It's I feel like, like if you...
1: If you're, if you're convinced at all that Nielsen should be managing hearts at all next season,
0: football's not for you. <laughs> mm. Aye, it's, people are just so f- quick to forget the broader game. Eh? And in everything else this season, it's been a continual load of shite.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I was going to come onto this as well, but do you realise that we've drew five away games in a row, which is a club record. I, d- I mean, went longer phases where we've also lost games. But yeah, goals, that
3: sounds like a very hand-picked.
0: Aye. Aye, five draws in a row is five draws in a row, right? It's
1: it's, but it's not great considering the level the teams are playing. Some of these teams did not even full-time play football.
0: Some of them don't like most of them don't even have training grounds.
1: Aye, like it's. It, I think if people think that this is a, oh, we only wanted Nielsen out because it was a bad run of form from like february march they're mad we pretty much the first couple of months and we're not, not the only ones i'm not saying that we've got like some mad amazing hindsight that we didn't want nielsen in but people have pretty much been unhappy with nielsen since about december november 2018 yes yeah, <laughs> since about 2018 but so this isn't like we've just decided that oh we won't get him out and and that's it but I've just it's just so uninspiring. Every every game, and I mean we, we beat Inverness 3-0, but it was more Inverness didn't
0: really show up either, did they? No, well here was another one similar to the Aloha game, Inverness had to play to win on Saturday to make the playoffs. Um and and we've seen again, you know, when teams do have to attack and they're open at the back that we get these convincing wins. So on one hand, that's got to be quite positive for next season, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, absolutely. That'd be the argument that you're not going to play teams that are going to, well, you, you will play a couple of teams, but most of the teams won't sit in in the same way that the teams have this season. And and maybe his, his system doesn't you know technically break teams down as well as as you would hope. But it certainly looks like at times it, it's, it works if teams are a bit more open and, and teams will be. Mm-hmm. Given you've got to take into account, obviously, that the teams will be a better standard as well. So
0: yeah, they'll like be attacking. Said, us a they, lot they will better. also
3: score. But I think there's there's merit in that argument.
0: Mm-hmm. That is kind of the only glimmer of hope I have in my head. But I'm, I do not know about you. Is I'm pretty much just coming to terms that Robbie Nielsen is our manager for next season now. Oh, nailed on. There's no way he's moving there. Yeah, oh. definitely. Right, I and mean, just thinking about how that could look. And if you look at the, the starting 11, Simon just ran through it there, all 11 of those players are contracted to Harts next season, other than Shea Logan, who very good chance he's going to get a, at least a year's contract. So you're you're looking at bringing in players that are going to you know, take someone's spots in there. So we're only going to be adding some quality in there. It's not like this we're going to see five, six first-team players coming in. I mean... I don't, I don't know about
1: how many players are going to come in, but we do need competition for places. We don't have a very deep squad, considering we've bought a lot of players, just because we can't just play players we know aren't good enough because they play in that position.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I think... Um, I think...
3: I'll I, just to add to that. I think the other argument, probably for next season being more positive, is that you've certainly seen at times that, I think, you know, if they want to say it or not, Players struggle to get up for these games in, in the Championship. I think they will, or they should be much more up for it next season. Whether or not you know that is completely true, it's hard to say, but I, I really do think that there's been games this season where
1: the players don't look 100% up for it. And take away fans for that as well. So it's not even that like you get oh, exactly. to go to these week grounds where it's a lot more personal and you get to like actually experience football as you did when you were younger, maybe. Um so, all the joy out of this season, not only for us, has been taken out, it's also been taken out for the players, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. Knowing how toxic, hate filled, and just dramatic Time Castle is when full, <laughs> do you think it could, uh, do you think it's going to be a pro or a con of full Castle next season? Because you've seen how quickly it can turn on our own. Do you think it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system for them going back into so, it? It's so up
4: to
1: the players and the, the manager. How if, if our first home game, if we don't start well in like the first 10, 15, 15 minutes, you know it's going to be toxic.
3: Mm-hmm. It 100%
1: but, should be a good
3: thing. Like There's no debate in that. Like, having your fans back in the stadium <laughs> and back in the team from the beginning of the season <laughs> should be 100% positive. Whether right. or not it is, I <laughs> can't say.
0: Right. 99% of football clubs and fans you would say oh absolutely it's going to help them but we're hearts fans and Tincastle castle not, <laughs> not every other club listen you know. i like, don't think we, we ask for much
1: all we ask is that you just try like just
0: put yeah. in the effort to try yeah i mean even fans even supported sean clear for his uh his last oh yeah cause he was trying eh? He was trying so hard to understand it so you can turn it around um it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm quite excited for the transfer window to see what Joel Savage is going to do, who comes in. And, you know, if you start seeing guys like uh, Halkett drop into the bench because we're signing, you know, Declan Gallagher or someone, if that's a new centre-back coming in, if we're signing another centre-mid, if we're signing another striker, you know, if we're building the spine of the team and our current first-team players are falling to the bench, we can only get better. But it's yeah, just... Yeah, maybe. But that's never miss
2: an opportunity, Jarvie. Remember that.
0: You know, but then you've still got Nielsen in very negative tactics. I'm, I've got no confidence in our us away from home next season. I don't think Nielsen's learned anything from this season. It's still the same old for for when he first came in, and what was that two and
1: a half years ago, three years ago now? Yeah, and it's, it's the exact same issues, isn't it?
0: Aye. We're just polar opposites from home to away. Yeah. You know, if we were more consistent, we'd be challenging the league at the end of the day. I think we're we're still very fortunate as Hearts fans to be going up to the Premier League and expecting the third. You know, we're in a very fortunate position because no one else in Scotland would, other than when Rangers came back from the dead. (laughs) I I
1: don't... Like, I understand that coming into this league from a relegation with this pretty much the full same squad as we got relegated with, I mean, barring a few. Um, We will obviously be wanting to challenge for third, but I understand maybe we can't. What I'm saying as a Hearts fan is that should be our bare minimum. From where we are, it might not be our bare minimum, but I think as a club that should be where we aim for in the future as a bare minimum, if we're going to continue paying the third highest budget as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ma- Michael Smith said post-match um, that he hopes that we're aiming for top four next season, which is good to hear. Better than Robin Nielsen's top six. I mean, we should be aiming for Europe, but we're not good enough. For, I think fourth is Europe. A bit bloody fifth Europe next yeah. season. Aye, but <laughs> think,
4: that's
0: what I'm saying. I don't think we're good enough. I no.
3: think what you've got to remember is you know, a player can easily shoot for the hip. Um, and Nielsen's position, he's got to set something out that the club have realistically said that you know, it's something they're not going to fail on, that top six. You know, we hope they don't. But I'd imagine within the locker room itself, the thought would be
0: higher than that. Mm-hmm. But you don't like, say it publicly. Yeah, because the pressure and all that. It just seems a bit... It's just all very Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> um, the the pitch was cut in a nice tartan design on Saturday. Did you see this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they're absolutely beautiful.
0: Loved
1: it. I, was there no some rules that they, they brought in, I don't know if it's the same in the championship, that you had to cut your grass in a certain way?
0: Yeah, a proper FIFA or UEFA. Right. Yeah. But you can do what you want. It's like the last day of school. <laughs> last,
4: last <Sunday.
0: laughs> the groundskeepers just have a great day. It's their
1: best day yeah. of the year. Cut the grass and game of the season.
0: Drinking cans at the side of the pitch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. It just to no won't go in as much detail as normal since we've already had a, a good chat about things here, but just to run a few through a few things. Um Scotty Allen, Hibskunt, clipped the bar on the first minute of the game. <laughs> uh, feels like that happens every week now.
1: Everyone gets a chance, aye. And like Cameron said, the teams in the top level will take these chances. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. Um on the fifth minute, GMS. Oh my god. OMG should have said. Cutting side from the right onto his favourite left foot, hit it low in it pace on the greasy surface. Everyone was sliding over the place first five minutes. Grenswin again, who's on the pitch quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um past Mark Ridgers. Um GMS was outstanding on Saturday.
1: And it makes it just more frustrating that he's been so fucking shite if he's clearly still capable of this.
0: Right. I don't know what's happened if the, the wee Space Jam monsters have left his body now and he's <laughs> Or what, but Christ. If can, aye, if you can play like that again next week, then we are laughing next season. We'll see. Um, I had to go on Twitter to have a look at the reaction to GMS scoring, and just every account was like, ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad. Um, on the eighth minute, uh, GMS played a, a lovely, delicate ball into the into Boyce in the box, who cut it back to Adam Macanef. Uh, nice to see him getting forward, um, getting into the box again. Took a nice touch and scored, so that's his second goal for the club. Um, I think with, with Macanef, Simon. Would you like to see him get 90 minutes playing as a 10? You know, just playing in a, an attacking role. Don't expect him to get back as much and see what he can do.
1: Um, aye. I'd like to see players like just play as many minutes in their best position as possible. But um, he he works really hard for the front as well, so it's not like we lose something in defense. He he keeps the pressure on for the front line. So yeah, keep him up there. We've just got too many players in that position, and Robin Nielsen loves just changing everything out of about seventy minutes. <laughs> just changing the whole fucking team, the formation, everything.
0: Yeah. Um. Paddy, your favourite player in Scotland, David Carson. Uh, absolutely snacked GMS on a counter-attack. Uh, you also hate GMS. That <laughs> must have been mixed emotions for you, was it? I uh,
2: hope they both got sent off, to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, by the first half, a lot of just really nice phases of play. Um, we had a, kind of led to a goal in the 31st minute, Craig Gordon with an assist, lovely feet um, just some absolutely shocking defending from Inverness the ball just bounced over the top and GMS got a toe on it and it went in but There you go. so I think
1: according to Sky, Nondwili got the uh, assist for that goal so maybe he touched it down oh right, but he's been credited with that assist
0: yeah, that's interesting, see when I was watching it they were showing a highlight like a quick clip of something and it missed the build up to the goal all oh, right, right, yeah. Came back on and there was GMS. I mean, what the fuck's happened
1: to you? Pretty calamitous defending. One of the others got to deal with
0: that. Aye. Um, Other kind of, the first half was just all hearts. It was brilliant. But, uh, Peter Hadden, like you said, Simon did go off. He took a kind of knock to the hip um, and Andy Irvin came on. Hopefully that's nothing long term. Hopefully we was just being cautious considering the lead at that point. We shall see. I don't have you read anything about Haring since the game.
1: I've not seen anything good. which makes you think it's, it's positive because if you had to go for scans or any sort of specialist opinion, you probably would have heard about that. Yeah.
0: Right. Hopefully he's fine. Um, that was really it for the first half. Um, we had 61% possession, eight shots and six on target. Uh, Inverness 39% obviously four shots and just the one on target and that would have been the the Scotty Allen clipping the bar there you go um, second half I had folk round for a barbecue, started getting on it um, <laughs> <laughs> that was it the season was wrapped up the weekend wasn't ruined so it was fine to continue um, but for, well, from that second half uh, Inverness hit the bar, we hit the post and um, in John's suit quality.
1: Aye, like, what? my only problem with this game is, why didn't we get the younger boys on at halftime? The game's done. Mm. Fair enough. Or bring on, like, Scott McGill. If Andy Irvin's no signing, bring on Scott McGill when Haring
0: comes off. No, that's true. I mean, I love Andy Irvin, but if he's not re-signing, then fuck him.
1: Aye, exactly, exactly. like, I love Andy Irvin, I want him to re-sign, but, like you say, if he's no re-signing, fuck him. Yeah. We don't need to build him up anymore. We're not going to get any
0: money for him. Oh, exactly. Um, Paddy, we spoke about uh, Shea Logan's record since coming in. John Souter as well. That's three games, three clean sheets and nine goals. He scored nine goals. He scored nine goals. Unbelievable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that That's good. I, I, I'll, I'll wait and see him get injured in the first game of the season next. <laughs> <laughs> It is good having him back, like an actual competent
1: defender. We, I feel like we've not had a good centre-back in fucking ages.
0: Yeah. Well, Since John Suter. Since John Suter and pre-injury Christoph Pereira, He was quality. Aye. Oh, dear. Um, well, that was that one. The, the, the full-time stats on it, uh, 58% possession. So Inverness, how many? Uh, we dropped a, a couple of percent of possession in the second half. But 11 shots, 7 on target. Uh, Inverness having 7 shots and 3 on target. So the second half just fizzled out uh, and that's very Nielsen as I, well. I. Yep. Killed the game. On to the, the trophy lift. <laughs> the <scene. laughs> Cameron, you must have enjoyed that. You're a, a man of sarcastic taste. You Enjoy Naysay leading that one. <laughs> you
3: know what? I've loved the whole thing about Basically, just looking at Twitter and how upset this has got people, and <laughs> it's just the thought that you really don't have anything else going on that you're worried about the
1: players less than a trophy. Like, I, know.
2: I, I think
3: don't, I don't care. I,
1: I think the way the way they done it was perfect, like that sort of sarcastic, like way, like just lifting <laughs> up. Like, it is, it is obviously an achievement to get promoted, but it's the like we always say, it's the bare minimum. So,
0: mm-hmm. let, them, let them. He's managed Sorry. to rattle everyone in Scottish football, like from Celtic fans to Aloha fans, to including Hearts fans, he's banned up everyone in Scotland.
1: <laughs> like who cares they eh? They'll probably have a good a good couple of drinks, but whatever I mean, I'll let them
3: enjoy it. I mean yeah, I mean they're the ones that went out and won it. Aye. You know, if it was me and I was one of the players, I'd think it's definitely up to me rather than somebody on Twitter or a podcast.
2: That was what 100%. I
0: found funny about the whole thing. Seconded. Entirely. Um, now, speaking of that, I've got a funny feeling something's going on here because we spoke about the terms and conditions of the trophy lift and by ourselves last week. They looked to me like Stephen Naismith just had it exactly at head height. We yeah. agreed
1: if it left the plinth. Was that not <laughs> it?
0: Like, Hammy did change the terms and conditions, right. but I was like, oh, for Christ's sake. And they also had Pepescu front and centre, which must be a piss stick. <laughs> sensational stuff but although it was a really sarcastic trophy lift it did make for good photos like you would have never knew they were taking the piss when you just look at it as an image
1: right, some of the coaches celebrated a bit more than some of the players Right. and
3: again it's a fantastic backdrop with that lovely pitch more
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> <harder> than booze <laughs> <laughs> uh, just finally on the trophy Love the, the picture it's it's just sitting in the corner next to some rubbish. Aye. Superb. Whoever took that, that's a good part. That was that. Uh one only one more to go. One more. Um, and we've got Rafe Rovers, and it's on Friday night. Uh, the final game of the season. Fucking finally. Um, last week's draw against Morton, like we've already spoken about spoke about, was our fifth away draw in a row. Um, a new drawing record for the club's history. <laughs> Wait, <no. laughs> that's that's an American stat if I've ever heard one. They're like, this is the first time anyone's ever thrown an egg 44 miles on a cold Tuesday at 43 degrees. <laughs> it's like, did you see, uh, what's his name, the new Tottenham manager stats up against Pep? <laughs> it's like, Pep, what was it Paddy? I think you shared it.
2: Uh, it sounded like four hundred and Ryan Mason had his second game. <laughs> aye.
0: But including this one in brackets. Like, all right, cheers. Um, but aye, that's our away form, uh, as you well know. We've got nothing to play for. We might see a run out for all the young chaps. Who knows? Um, Rafe at home since our 4-0 victory on January the 26th. That was the one where Nanduili made his debut and looked about seven foot tall. Uh, Rafe have played seven times. Won four and drawn two. Uh, But... Sorry, drawn two and lost one. That was the Inverness, um, which is very good for the Championship, hence why they're in second. Well, how do you think this one's going to go? Do you do you really not care? <laughs> Aye, I couldn't care
1: less. I'd rather see some young players put in a good performance and lose 8-0 than see the full-strength squad grind us out 1-0 or whatever. Yeah. And Wraith
3: will be up for this as well because Dundee Pretty can team, jump eh?
0: them. Yeah, yeah. No, That's right. And Dundee are playing at the same time on Friday night, so it should be interesting. Um, I kind of want race to win, so Dundee don't jump them. Yeah, I mean, they're both in the playoffs anyway. It doesn't matter too much, but obviously it's easier if you're in second. Yeah. But, eh, it's going to be tasty.
1: <laughs> so what is it? Third and fourth play each other, then second and the winner of that, and then the winner of that then plays the team for the Premier League. Yep, 11th
0: i trying Aye. to remember it's 10th and 11th play in the Premier or I think just it's just 11th, 11th. Aye, okay. it's just 11th yeah it's been a while because we never got to see it last year obviously because of our demotion so it's been a we were
3: bottom
4: so
0: <laughs> uh, I reckon we would have got 11th I think we would have ended up in the playoffs and relegated in the playoffs but... <laughs> <laughs> the right way to do it yeah, exactly right uh, buy or sell then, Cameron. What have you got for us?
3: For the final time, gents, some buy or sell questions. Um first of all, let's go over last week's um you know it's getting tight, tight at the end of the season here. So I'll play for not for you, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been that's been like How that since the early days. So How are you you just keep that to yourself? Right? <laughs> You might just suddenly lose some points somewhere. <laughs> so, how did we make it last week? Hearts to score over 1.5 goals and win. Simon sold. Paddy sold. Hammy sold. And myself and Jarvie bought that. So, well done, Jarvie. Um you. Berra to make the squad. Paddy was the only one to sell it.
4: Very <laughs> anti-Berra there, Paddy. <laughs> Work
3: for you this week. Yeah. Um, over 59.5% possession. I believe we had 58% possession. So uh, uh, I was the only one to buy it. Well done, gents. And then a hearts to lift, the trophy, all bought, all came in. Happy days. So how did that come out? It came out with Simon, Jarvis Paddy getting three and myself and Annie getting two. And the running totals Paddy bringing up the rear on 37. Up to myself on 41. Up three points to 44 where you find both Hammy and Jarvey tied. Wait a second.
2: Hold on. I was four points behind you last week. How can I still be four points behind you with having scored more points than you? Listen, he was just about to say something
1: really important. Uh, If you
3: could not interrupt, otherwise I'll take off more points, Paddy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, up to Simon, her leader, on forty six.
0: So oh, there you have it. Last week. I thought I was one point one point behind Simon last week, and I just gained a point on him this week.
3: Hamish fucked exa- us up. Can you exactly the same. Hmm. You both just scored
1: three. To the last week. Down to the wire.
0: I'm going to hire an auditor. That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) Or just (laughs) listen to last week's
4: podcast. Um,
0: I
3: believe you may have been given some dodgy scores last week, because all I have done is (laughs) add in the correct scores from this
4: week.
3: You can't blame me. I'm not the supply teacher. (laughs) So on to this week's questions, the final questions of the year. I'll pick out a Jarvis stat. Um, hearts have kept a clean sheet four games on the bounce
1: oh, will they make no. it five sell sell
3: sell. <laughs> and I'll get hammies at some point <laughs> ask, ask him
1: now while he's in peak
0: condition <laughs> right, while he's on pint number nine
3: you know I'm going to buy it because I can't lose points to Paddy and I could catch up some
1: so there you go. Right, but- play the game play the game
0: Cameron, I'll change mine, please. I bet I need to do something to basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might you want to hear the other one, thrush, Charlie, Because oh, because what am I two points behind? Yes. No, just... right, I'm pretty much going to have to just do the opposite of you to be able to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll buy right. it. Whatever uh, I... I'm
1: just I'm just going to buy that as well, Cameron. Right, you're first You're <laughs> talking. No, I'm joking. Right, I'll sell the first one. I was only joking. Right.
3: Um. So in the last two meetings against Wraith, obviously there was the 3-2 game and the 4-0 game both in the same week. Uh, so I'm going to go right down the middle of scoring two goals and scoring four goals and ask do Hart score over 2.5 in this game. Sell. I think I'm oh, going to sell Oh, the that as well. tension. I know <laughs> I know that. Taking your first answer now.
0: Okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to sell that as well. There's no chance. So <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I am going to sell. possession. Yeah, Possession really slipped away in the last few weeks. Um, we've stopped hitting that line that we were quite consistently hitting. So, In the, the two meetings earlier in the season that week, Hearts had 59% possession in the game they lost and 67% possession in the game they won. Um, the line is over 60.5. Del. Yeah, I'll sell that as well.
0: I'll have to buy it. I'm gonna
3: Yeah, I'm gonna buy that one too. And an interesting fact for the 4 the 0 game, according to the, the stats on Google when you look at it, Wraith didn't have a single shot in that game.
0: Not on shot <laughs> target or a shot. I don't remember that game being so one sided. I do. It was probably the best we've played all season, up till Aloha. It was just so random because we got beat off them like the week before at Castle.
3: Yeah. Like four days before the thing. No. Yeah. All right. league's an absolute
1: fucking joke.
3: Final <laughs> question of the year, and it ties into your bet, gents. William Boyce to score exactly one goal this weekend
0: to draw <laughs> your
2: bet. <laughs>
0: Bye. Right. Well, Simon, you sell it because you're the under, and I'll buy it because I'm the over 15 goals.
1: Is that fair? I mean I, but I think he's going to score. Oh, come on. <laughs> so you're basically telling me to not not try and win this? go on, it's the last. <laughs> right sounds but if I lose because of this, you're all getting barred.
3: You've got so you've got a couple of season longs to check first as well. So there you go. Oh, do they
1: get included as well? They're
3: worth five, and there's only there's only one still in play.
1: <laughs> what was that?
3: It's not even a hearts one. It's Dundee to be promoted through the playoffs. <laughs>
0: At least we going not finish by ourselves at the start of next season, then. <laughs> oh.
3: well, I, I don't make the rules, Jarvie.
1: I mean, I all, my hope, all my hope is gone. <laughs> I was so hopeful at the start of the season.
3: So there you go, gents. I will update you when I have a winner, and you'll get your box of biscuits. There you go.
0: Nice one. Well, we will be back next week. <laughs> yes, we will. Just <laughs> confirming, like if you think that's us done. Podcast. I mean, that. <laughs> oh. right. th- th- thank you, Canada. It's just <laughs> it's so tense in here, and I'm just so hot because I'm so sunburnt. Um, just before we go, we spoke about Breakin last week. Um, cheeky bastards! Can you believe the Kelly game game? They were waiting like up till kickoff to see if they were even playing on Saturday. How shoddy is that from the SFA or the SPL? Is uh, the Breakin manager know one of the cronies
1: up at the SPFL? Though. He was the Breakin chairman,
0: sorry. Aye. He stepped down over it all and they've been releasing statements saying it's unfair because the Breakin players are all tired. They've played a whole season. And those Kelty, Maroda players are all fresh. Like, well, just fucking get done. I know. I know. Fuck them. What was that Reach stat, buddy? What, the 100-game stat?
2: Oh, they, they've, <laughs> they've, they've like won 17 games, lost 100 and drawn 16 in the last three or four seasons or something like that. They're absolutely rancid. Get done. Oh, I'm
0: fucking can't kind of wait for them to get fucking related. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Right, well. Uh, that's all we have time for today. Uh, many thanks, Simon, Paddy, and Cameron, and a special thanks to Padman Productions for his copious amounts of editing time, as ever. If you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. And if you would like to send us an email, it's hearts_podcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a review. Otherwise, spread the good word. Wow. My fucking f- f- podcast just started playing. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. Uh, so until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts and we'll see you again soon.
4: Davey, Davy, that's the lad on about the hearts again. Oh no, wait, you've missed it.